Welcome back to the Road to the Olympics podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Scullion, or if you're new to this channel, I'm an Irish marathon runner. I run 209 for the marathon and recently competed at the Tokyo Olympics, albeit not very well. But I guess that was the whole purpose to start this podcast. I go through the good parts, the ugly parts, and everything in between. How I've struggled with mental health, how running's really helped me get back to you know, the highs of life, the happy parts of life, and I hope you can gain something insightful out of today's episode. Hey guys, so hope everybody's well. My car is absolutely on one here. I put the AC on automatic and sometimes it just goes absolutely bucked aft. But um got a bit distracted there by the AC going mad. Um yeah, so things are things are pretty good. In fact things are really good considering that I just ran a marathon. Um I think I spend a lot of my life and probably a lot of the podcasts like defending myself. And so probably since I was a kid and I was younger, after races, I I always felt the need to defend myself a bit, like I'd done something wrong. And what's very interesting is I'm not a... I've ran 209 once, and then my second fastest time is 211.50, but... It's as if ever since the 209, I've, I've treated myself, um, like that guy. And so the danger, the danger then is that you're probably over, over critical of yourself, um, ask too much of yourself, push yourself, you know, little bits too hard. Um, yeah, because, you're you're always eyeing yourself up as this sixty one oh eight and two oh nine guy. And just because sixty one oh eight and two oh nine was possible doesn't mean that that's the kind of guy you are um all the time. And while I'd love that, you're I mean you're you're we're probably all the exact same and you're probably gonna be sitting there right now thinking to yourself do you know what? He's he's fucking right because I did a five k and ran fifteen thirty on a really nice day. You know when the stars aligned, and actually I'm usually fifteen fifty to sixteen minutes, and and ever since that fifteen thirty, I've kind of beaten myself up consistently if I haven't got close to that, or you know I'm constantly trying to run fifteen thirty, but then blowing up and running sixteen thirty and and actually, I probably should have just tried to run 15.50, which is your your normal result. And probably the day that you ran 15.30, you didn't try to run 15.30 and you just had a really good day. And so that tends to be what we do. Um, constantly probably overreaching a little bit and very rarely pulling it off. And then I guess when you do pull it off, it feels 
feels really special, can feel really good, but more times than not, you can be, let's say, disheartened. You can be, you can beat yourself up, and and yeah, it, it can be, it can be difficult. It can be tough. So I'm trying not to defend myself. You know, I you prepare as best as you can. And then you show up and the gun goes. And it's this is this is a 26 mile race. And so if you're not if you're not feeling like it's your day and you're not feeling like you're having a great day, it's a long, long way to, you know, deal with everything psychology, psychologically and physically and all the rest of it. And you don't get the luxury of calling everybody back that started no 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 come on back everybody back let's do that again let's do that again let's do that again next tuesday because i think i'll be feeling a bit better by next tuesday you do not get to do that and so yeah it can be a really tough um tough day i think it's made tougher because you when you line up a marathon, it's as if you've been saving for four or five months to buy something. And then when you buy it, it's broke. And it's underwhelming, to say the least. The good thing about running is it's not really like that. Because you don't you don't lose. Like when you go buy something, the money's gone. And it's replaced by either an experience, you know, something physical, etc., etc. I think when you race a marathon, there's no doubt. Um, Post marathon, you're you're tired and your body's a bit beat up, and so all the training you did might not necessarily pay off instantly. But all the training that you did created a layer of happiness for the previous four months a layer of contentness it was a you know it it was an experience in itself you could probably say I think sometimes we forget as athletes that you might think you're training for your next marathon but you're probably simply using that goal as a driving force to get out and train Likely because you actually enjoy training. You probably enjoy running. You probably enjoy how running makes you feel. But it's probably, it's probably a nice little pairing whereby like, yes, of course you're training for that marathon. And yes, you'll probably push a bit harder. And yes, you'll probably go a little bit longer because of it. But you are benefiting in the buildup. So it's not quite as crystal, crystal clear as You've saved up for four months. You've went to buy something. The item you've bought is shit. It's broke. It's underwhelming. You didn't perform the way you wanted it to. Life is all doom and gloom. It's not like that because life can be doom and gloom that day that you didn't quite get the result you wanted. You might have got the result that you... And I'm not going to say deserved because that's unfair but maybe you got the result that you earned and earning a result is different than deserved. Deserved is different for everybody completely. Earned is 
by all accounts, I hope you put a plan in place to get yourself into a good, you know, a good fitness, good mental state of mind, etc. come marathon day. And if, if the plan was pretty good and if the training went pretty well, well, then you likely might find that you'll, you'll race well. If the plan was not that good and the training that you did, like you, you might commit 110%, commit really, really well, do all the right things, go to bed early, eat really well, lose a bit of weight, etc., etc. And you might show up on race day and find that, you know, the plan just didn't, didn't prepare you for what it needed to prepare you for. And so you still probably deserve a good result because of all the little things and because of, you know, the, the psychological commitment and, and the big psychological commitment. But did you earn a really good result? Probably not because, yeah, like the, the days that you were out working really hard and training, potentially the, the specifics of that training wasn't right. Potentially the execution of that training wasn't right. And that's, that's kind of the gray area, you could say, maybe in athletics, where you don't just have to train hard. Training hard helps, but the hard training has to be specific to what you're trying to achieve. It also has to be realistic. So your goals, your goals have to match your current, you know, level of fitness. I did a, I did a tempo run in um, St. Moritz just before I left. And I guess I averaged five minute mile pace and I was a bit disappointed. I probably wanted the average about 455, 450 maybe even. And if I'm being honest, if we're going to go back to the earned versus deserved, given my commitment, seven months or seven weeks, sorry, up the mountain, uh, built on top of the three weeks in Flagstaff up a mountain, built on top of the 2840 10K, built on top of the Rotterdam buildup, and, you know, 36, 37 kilometers at 209. I felt like I fucking deserved a pretty good tempo that day, you know? And, but that doesn't mean that I'd earned it. And the earned it part is very, very interesting because that's where, that's where you start to look at the specifics of the training and you say to yourself, well, over the last four or five weeks, my, I did a faster tempo when I first arrived in St. Moritz. I averaged 457. And then five weeks later, I went backwards. Now, you might be tired. That's one reason. Or you might just find that the the natural progression of training didn't progress the fitness when it comes to that specific area of fitness. And so, yeah, like deserved and earned is, is very interesting. And you kind of need both. If you've put in work for long enough, of course you deserve a good result. It's a no-brainer. If you've put in the right kind of work, specifically, well then, yeah, there's probably there's probably a bit of both. You've probably earned it, and you'll probably get that good result. 
doesn't always happen right away. You know, if you look at 2020, when I actually did run really well, it came off a long period at home. Um, it came off a lot of bottles of red wine. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like I, I, you know, I retire and then I jump out of that retirement and go up a mountain and train really hard and get some really good results. Excuse me, um, I, I, I don't know. That's crazy. It is crazy after all this time that, that I don't know the answers. All this time, all this experience, different groups. Guys, I don't know the answers. I, I don't. I, I have theories. <laughs> I have uh, moments and experience and history of times where um, things have gone well. I think I'm a bit cursed in that some days for me go really, really well in races and I feel really, really good at certain heart rates and certain intensities and and then other times I'm reminded how tough running, you know, really is. I've I've ran over hills quite a lot this week. Today today as I was getting in Belfast, we have uh, Black Mountain, Davis Mountain. And as I was climbing up towards the top of the mountain, and I was pushing pushing a little bit, but I, I set a heart rate limit. I wasn't allowed to go over 160 heart rate because, you know, it's, it's, I had a, I did some session yesterday and I'll talk, I can talk about that in a minute, but I did like, like mini sessions. Again, excuse my yawn, I'm tired. I did like mini sessions, so four times 2K, which is 10% of the marathon distance. Um, I was right around five minute mile pace and the lactate was under two, which I don't know, adds to the confusion. <laughs> um, that's really good. Did that on the track. And then I did... 16 400s at like 67 68 and that's like lactate three and again that's the fastest i think it's ever been for that kind of a session and that sort of an intensity again adds to the confusion why you know five days after a marathon are you feeling better than you did on the day of the race um but Today I wanted to keep it somewhat chilled, but I was getting towards the top of the hills. I decided I wanted to work a bit harder on the easy days. You know, I I think uh, you have to figure out what works for you, right? And I think I'm naturally quite lazy. And so I think if I run slow and the heart rate's really low for a period of time, I get really lazy. My brain switches off and then hard work feels like it's really hard work. Whereas I actually enjoy hard work. So when I practice it often, 
it it becomes a really good skill of mine to be able to work hard but it's a you know it's a skill and it, for me personally I need to practice it I can't just some people can jog for six weeks and then go and run really hard and mentally they can push and push and push whereas I think I earn the ability to run really hard now don't confuse the two when you're actually not very fit it's pretty easy to run hard it seems to be the fitter you get the tougher it is because you have to run faster and yeah it's tough but I wanted to push these days a wee bit more not not like push push but I basically made the decision that if I'm going to spend time at home and at sea level then hills need to become my best friend because I can't run hard on the flat every day because it'd be too fast but I can certainly run hard up hills so the fact that I spent I don't know 15 minutes maybe of my run today maybe 12 I don't know the answer between 150 and 160 heart rate 150 to 160 heart rate yesterday on the track was five minute mile pace so I can't I can't run at that every day on the flat but I can certainly hit those kind of heart rates up hills but I was thinking today my brain as I was doing the the final hill I was like what is it what is it about suffering that you like so much it's really quite interesting it it I don't know the answer, but I like it. I like pushing. I do like suffering. I like being on the edge of like, I mean, this is not a mountain or a cliff, but it, but it's a, yeah, it probably is a mountain, but it, it's certainly not a, a giant mountain. But there's something about being tamed and humbled by like uphill. I ran uphills on Wednesday, just from the house up over Cave Hill. And those hills were steep. Oh, and they really hurt. They, <laughs> I was hurting on that run. That was a really tough run. Um, but I enjoy it. I like the summit. I like getting to the top. And then I just don't like the downhill. I wish I could get to the top and then like get airlifted off. Or like someone just park at the top and drive me back down all the hills. I don't really like running downhill and my heart rate goes down to like 115 and like 110 and it really annoys me because like I it's it's not a choice I don't I don't want it to be easier it just has to be on the downhill if I if I try to keep the heart rate at 140 on the downhill well then my legs are going to be absolutely battered for the next week well probably three weeks so things are things are good i this is normally where i defend myself and say it's frustrating because i wish i could have worked harder in the com games and look at the end of the day it is but i don't need to sound like a broken record uh, if you guys are pissed off that i didn't work harder trust me i'm fucking pissed off too that i wasn't able to i'm pissed off that something i trained for a long fucking time for just yeah just didn't feel like my day it's annoying but i'm not gonna grovel i'm not gonna like beat myself up about it like i'm 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 gonna 
my the rest of my career is going to be race. You know, see how it goes. If you're happy with the result, if you want to take a bit of a break, take a bit of a break. If I race and I'm not happy and I'm not content that you know that was a big enough effort or that was the day, well, I, you know, I'll find another race and I'll I'll move on and I'll try to race. You know, maybe as as soon as as soon as possible, really. So, lining up Antrim Coast half marathon. Um, it's in three weeks. Uh, oh my god, I'm yawning again. Jesus, guys, I am. I must be cooked. That mountain makes me tired. Um, so the Antrim Coast Half Marathon is in three weeks, I believe. Gives me enough time to um, pull my socks up, get some running done at sea level. I'm going to do... Um, what am I going to do? I'm actually going to do a 10k on Sunday. I think it's called the Felly 10k. And I'm going to try to run pretty hard there, like... Um, I, I don't know a lot. I don't know the weather. I don't know the course, but at the end of the day, I'll run pretty hard and hopefully some of the miles might replicate the speed and effort that I'll have to run at Larn. I think that's really useful. <coughs> like a bit of a, bit of a blowout, certainly mentally a bit of a blowout, like a hard, hard effort. And like I said, I think I benefit from these hard efforts and then I learn to push that a little bit harder. Whereas I think if I just did just did tempos and just did like threshold stuff between now and um, Antrim Coast or Lauren Half Marathon, I think I would struggle. You know, I, I think that was one of the benefits of that Font Rameau camp. There was plenty of occasions where I had to work really, really hard. And I mean, like, really, really hard. I had to go to places mentally that I've probably not been in a while. And so then it's no surprise on race day that you're not able to, you know, essentially produce the goods because you're not doing it in training. And that's quite a, it's quite a good thing to practice. Sorry, I was getting a little sip of water. I'm, I'm very low on water. It's good to practice working hard because I, I do believe it's a skill. I do believe it can be practiced. I do believe it can be taught. Um, I don't believe... I Perhaps some people have slightly higher natural ability to push a little bit harder than others, but it doesn't mean that you can't learn that skill, you can't practice, you can't, um, yeah, you can't, you know, give it a go. Um, but yeah, look at, uh, moving on, if you have a bad race, and, and another thing I thought of is when people are saying like, well done, how do you, how do you say thanks in a way that people appreciate that you are grateful and you also don't want to sound like a bit of a twat <coughs> complaining about let's be honest 
you know, a, a pretty fucking good result. You're 10th in the Commonwealth Games. You're not 6th. You're not 7th. Fair enough. You know, I, I'm going to give myself a 7 out of 10. It wasn't a, a 10 out of 10 for me. might have been like 5th, 6th. Yeah, probably like 5th or 6th. That was probably more like a 210 day. 209 high, 210. Um... So not quite the 10 out of 10, but how do you not whine and cry about the fact that you just weren't able to work as hard as you wanted to um, without, yes, sounding ungrateful and likely talking to people that it would be their absolute dream to even be on the start line of a com games, to get round, etc, etc, never mind, you know, place and blah, 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 so... Yeah, trying not to be a bit of a twat and a downer about it, excuse my language, but you guys understand, it's frustrating. You you train for these things for quite a lengthy period of time, and I suppose you just pray that you have that day where you can just push and, and feel really good. I suppose the mad thing is that at London, I didn't feel particularly great that day. But at least I was able to get that heart rate up and, and work hard. I just didn't feel anywhere near as good as I did for the Antrim Coast Half Marathon. That Antrim Coast Half Marathon was the absolute dream. Like, So, little 10k this Sunday. Hopefully, I get this published today or tomorrow. It's Friday. I just ran over Divis. Um, the plan, I don't know if I'm in the right lane or not. I suppose I'm going to have to have a wee think about that. Oh, I do. I go off to the right here, city airport. Nice. I'm going to Ikea, which is a bit of a drag, like, but it's in my contract for today that I'll go collect my stuff from Ikea. That contract thing's genius, especially when you make it for, like, real life stuff, too, because normally it's all about running, and then I'm really good at it, but... I just can't be arsed doing stuff like this, like going and collecting furniture from Ikea. Doesn't really appeal to me, but I need to because I need furniture. Um, yeah, a little 10k Sunday. I got back into the swing of things. This week, it hasn't been easy. I mean, yeah, I mean, I did two sessions yesterday and I ran over a mountain today, so. But I run for my psychology. And I don't take I don't take a week off psychology, to be honest with you. I don't give up on my psychology like that. I don't say, hey, you know, Brian, we're we're just gonna take the week off here doing things that make us feel good about ourselves. Sorry about that. It's not how I roll, I suppose you could say. My mental health and psychology is at the forefront of a lot of the decisions I make. And I'm, I, I like living that way. I like being that way. I like prioritizing my mental health. Um, I like giving it, um, I like giving it a focus each day. And so if by going and running over the mountain is really good for my psychology, then that's what I'm going to do. And this is, for some people, you know, I don't, I don't train the week after a marathon because I'm afraid to lose fitness. 
I don't really care about that. I train the week after a marathon because running makes me feel good about myself. Running makes me happy, makes me content, makes me, um, yeah, lots of little things. So, yeah, that's about all the update I have, and I'm talking too much, so that's why I'm starting. I can tell my throat's getting, like, tickly, and I probably need water. That's why I'm starting to choke a little bit, but it's weird that my throat still does that. But, all right. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. So it's fair to say I did not upload this prior to the 10K. And I'm now sat back in the house and I have the little podcast mic. So it's it's probably going to be better quality. Um, but yeah, today today's Sunday. Today was the 10K. It's a Jimco... Belfast where I go to the gym they had a local 10k um and I'm I'm gonna give myself a lot of credit right now and when I often don't race to my own expectation I'm pretty good at trying to figure out um you know what was wrong and one of the one of the things I I figured was wrong was that I wasn't racing enough and then what was happening on race day is maybe maybe you couldn't push as hard as you'd like to because you don't have that skill built maybe training's not enough for you to build that skill I think I was lucky before London not lucky but I found myself in a situation where I was surrounded by 203 runners 205 runners etc etc and so every a couple of times a week I was being pushed, you know, really, really hard. And so I didn't probably need to be taught the skill of hard work is what you could say. Oh, Man City have just scored. But what I, maybe it's disallowed. What I'm good at is thinking, okay, I don't have that skill right now. I need that skill. So how am I going to, how am I going to fix this? How am I going to, get this better and I don't give up so I don't say oh no I wasn't able to work hard in the race today um first of all I don't make excuses I I don't blame other things right away so I don't say oh maybe my iron's low or all these things I I tend to blame myself there's an accountability where I say have, how, how often have you practiced running hard? How often have you practiced running hard for a long time without rest? When was the last time you really challenged yourself in a race situation? You know, when was the last time you challenged yourself at all? Not just running related. And so that's what I do. I do a good job of that. I don't just think, oh no, I'm not good at pushing hard. The the level that I pushed at London was unprecedented for me. That London Marathon 209 was by far the hardest I've ever worked um, on marathon day. You know, really, really tough day, really tough morning. But I was able to do it. I think the only reason I was able to do that is because I raced Lauren half marathon in the build-up. And I pretty much raced every Sunday at altitude in the long run. 
you know, those long runs not only built in volume, they got faster and my average heart rate each week got higher and higher. And I also didn't wear super shoes in these long runs. And so you find that you were running at probably almost a similar heart rate to marathon race day itself, but without the super shoes on and at altitude. And so, you know, do the maths. If you come back to sea level, you put on the nicer shoes, you know, it's it's fair to say you're probably going to feel better and the effort might come easier. Not only will you be faster, you will likely feel better because we know if you're going to try to compare a Nike Alpha Fly with a Nike Pegasus or something, you know, it, it's a it's a big difference. For me, you know, you're looking at the Under Armour Machina um as being an everyday trainer and you know now the um yeah now using you know the the <clears throat> my nice new under armor flats which are you know feel very fast so i i like to get shit done literally enter a race a week later don't what do you what's there what are we waiting on i have something needs fixed so i i want to fix it so i thought today was a a nice opportunity to experience some of the pre-race nerves. You know, it, it, it's mad to say that, that you're going to go to a race a week after a Com Games, a local 10K, and and be almost as nervous, if not more, because the expectation changes. You know, you're... <laughs> I, this is not to sound arrogant, but I'm not there to get beat at home. And I have lately you guys seen that before christmas not long ago you know i got beat and and it, it, there's an expectation a certain expectation comes when you're you know international athlete and all these things and at com games and under armor professional you know there's an expectation and i'm not going to make up excuses but i run most of the time maybe 90 to 100 mile a week probably i did a double session on thursday so you're not always showing up to local races like maybe as tapered as you would for the the bigger races and so you're you can be vulnerable you know you 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 can be tired and but you have to you have to build a big block of training you can't taper every week but it's really good because then you get nervous and you're like oh shit I'm supposed to win this, I should win this, and then you have to go get it done. But it's also amazing because people are really supportive and it's it's why I'm doing the podcast now because so many people today were, you know, thanking me and being very complimentary about that, which is awesome. And so yeah, I figured I would update this podcast to make sure I upload it because I actually did one during the week also extra to this one, but um yeah, for some reason I forget they upload them and then time passes and yeah, I've I've done another one and it becomes more relevant, I suppose you could say. So look, today was good. I ran 29.47, pretty tough course. Um, yeah, plenty of ups and downs, plenty of hills, 40 feet climbing, 80 feet climbing. Um, I think it was a good, a, a great result considering the the course and little bit of wind out there 
Um, I, I worked hard. I made sure I worked hard. That was the goal. The goal wasn't just a win. The goal was to work hard and, and challenge myself and push myself. Um, I really wanted to get that heart rate up and, you know, I got it up close to 180 up one of the hills, which I was delighted about. I wanted, I, I get a bit of anxiety when I'm working hard. I kind of like get this, like, I don't know, it's a strange feeling, lack of control, lack of being in control, but lack of comfortability, I suppose you could say. And I get a wee bit anxious about that. And then I'm really good at composing myself under stress and, and practicing that ability. So you might find today's the kind of effort that on another day I could do for 10 miles, but you know, good start today, good practice today. You might find then in two weeks at Dublin 10 mile, I'm able to run at a similar intensity for, you know, the 10 mile, 100%. And then what I did after today's race was waited around for the prize given. And then I jogged to the Mary Peters track and ran five times 2K at like marathon effort. And so, you know, that wasn't, very fast at first because you're trying to bring the lactate down from the race and i think after the first one i got the lactate down to like three and then i think after the third one it was down to 2.7 and then that's where it stayed so you know probably not true marathon lactate because maybe true marathon lactate is like two but to to bring it down post race you know in the race it might have been 10 or higher um and so that's a that's a skill in itself and being really patient with that and and you know monitor monitoring that sorry via the lactometer because that's the that's the plan moving forward is to like make no mistake i'm going to make sure that all my training is counting i'm going to make sure i'm i'm monitoring it i'm testing it and i i really want to make sure i'm making the miles count rather than just assuming that I'm running at the right intensities and the right efforts. And so there's going to be no ego, nothing involved, just me out there. I mean, I think my first 2K was like 6.30. And then my final 2K was like 6.18. And I mean, the 6.30 was, you know, probably tired from the race and running to the track and a bit all over the place. And so I made sure I made that first one very relaxed. And I suppose what I could I could probably tell you a tip and post race it's actually more useful to do five or six minutes at a pretty let's say you've raced at 5:30 pace you could probably run a mile at like 6:20 or or even 4 minutes at 6:20 and that does a better job at bringing your lactate down than than simply running easy it kind of flushes, it acts as a flush system and it, you know, it can work really well. So look, <clears throat> I think a, a great day all round, you know, you're looking at just over a week since the Com Games, didn't sit around all week and, you know, mope about it or anything like that. I, I just got on with it. I've been really busy this week with, you know, I bought a house in Belfast and so as you can imagine, there's a lot of a lot of housework being done, drawers being built, kitchens being redone, living rooms being redone. It's just been a busy week, but I've been able to, um, yeah, get plenty done. Thursday was a good day, the double threshold, 2Ks in the morning and 400s that night. And um, I, I remember in the Rotterdam build-up, there was 
I second guess myself a lot. It got to 3 or 4 p.m. on a lot of those double session days and I just wanted to pussy out. I just wanted to like run easy that night and you know I'd get these like demons. What if you get injured? What if this this happens? What if that happens? But if you're controlling the effort and you're keeping the lactate low it's actually very safe training. Now today's not as safe you know, running a 10k race and then running five times 2k after, but I wasn't, I wasn't racing as hard as I possibly can. Don't get me wrong. I was, I was pushing and I was working, but I think in a, in a couple of weeks time, I'll be able to push harder just from, you know, like I've talked about practicing racing. I need to, I think I need to practice. I wasn't, Today I wasn't concerned, you know, will I win? Today I was worried, will I be able to run a 10k effort? And <clears throat> that's a lot different because, oh, sorry, my throat. <coughs> sorry about that. Being able to run a 10k effort for 10k, it's a skill in itself. And when you get used to doing marathony type stuff, yeah, perhaps you get a little bit, um, not lazy, but you get a little bit comfortable. You find that, um, yeah, that it's just a bit more comfortable and a bit easier to um, run at lower intensities. And then all of a sudden you've got to work pretty hard for, you know, the best part of 30 minutes. And um, yeah, it can it can be a challenge. So look, more practice needed. Um, it's crazy that I drove 12 minutes to the start line and you know I know it's a minute but I was only a minute slower than I ran at the sound running 10k and so I'm pretty sure on a faster course in a couple of weeks time I'd be able to get much closer to 29 you know and and I'd love to actually go under 29 in Belfast I think that would be really cool um but look that's the goal I'm, I'm just gonna try to race more and keep chipping away you know I've to have to find 47 seconds but if you've ran up and down the falls park <laughs> you'll you'll probably think of 20 seconds already <laughs> um so look you know I, I think it's possible um and and yeah I hope things progress nicely so yeah look I hope you appreciate it today and and you know take care bye bye